Welcome back to another episode of the Executive Code Podcast. I'm looking forward to this question that's going to come up here now from Nicole. So let's dive straight into it, Nicole. What's the question that you have for us? Well, you've always said in your podcast that motivation follows action, meaning don't wait for the motivation to come before you start doing something, but start doing it and then the motivation will come. So why is that? And is there any science behind it? Yeah, there absolutely is. So let me break it down for you because I love this subject matter. All right. Motivation follows action. So what you'll find is that as soon as you start taking the action, well, then now your motivation increases. Whereas if you try and sit on the couch and try and motivate yourself to do something, you can spend quite a long time, you know, if not hours, days, trying to motivate yourself and it's never going to happen or it's going to be very, very difficult to make it happen. And also thinking from the perspective of if you're trying to get a project done and you don't really, you know, the project doesn't necessarily interest you, what a lot of people do is they'll defer starting that project. And then what starts to build up is a bit an element of dread or even overwhelm and even pressure and stress because the deadline is coming and therefore they now they know they've got to get it done by a particular deadline and so on. So what actually happens is they, they in their in the back of their mind, they're looking at this project that needs to be done, but they don't want to address it. But as soon as they start working on that project, now their motivation starts to increase. And no matter who I speak to, if they go back over in their mind, remember projects that they've literally just started. And even if you were to observe over the next number of weeks where you actually start doing the activity that you've been avoiding for a while, as soon as you start doing it, now your motivation starts to increase. So let me explain the science. So what you want to understand, in the brain, there's neurotransmitters. And there's three in particular that a lot of medical practitioners will want to try and work with people on, hence the reason why they'll give them antidepressants or SSRIs or different supplements in order to work on these neurotransmitters. And the three in particular that you want to note of, one is dopamine. And dopamine is what is released or the neurotransmitter, what happens when it comes to motivation being productive. The next one is oxytocin. Now, oxytocin is a love hair hormone. Okay, so think of it from that perspective. So when you have a loving uh, relationship or a loving moment, oxytocin is being released in the brain. And then the next one that a lot of, again, doctors will, will, will want to help and support, and especially in, in the world that we're living in right now at the moment, is serotonin. And serotonin is the happiness one. So when you understand those neurotransmitters, and therefore what's actually happening in the brain, now you'll understand as regards why actually motivation follows action. So let me look at it for, let me explain it for, from this perspective. When you achieve something, you feel productive. And by being productive, you're releasing dopamine. Okay? So when you've done something, you feel you're progressing, and therefore that dopamine is coming through in the brain. And that dopamine is literally that motivation of being productive and being productive. So even if you go back to, to my statement is motivation follows action. As soon as you start into the action, the dopamine is being released and therefore now it's giving you more and more motivation. When you, so when, when, you're, when you're taking action and you're achieving something, you're making progress, more and more dopamine is being released. When we feel rewarded or we have a sense of achievement, meaning take it as a project that you're working on and you feel that you're, you're making progress along that project. Well, then now you're, 
you're getting more dopamine, but because of that reward of the achievement that you're getting, it activates the reward part of your brain. And the reward part of your brain is where serotonin is released. So now you feel happier. So that, so where, where I go against a lot of people whereby, you know, they talk about positive thinking. Positive thinking is sitting on the couch for one better word and trying to think positively. But if you were to take action, that you have that sense of achievement, well, then now you're increasing the level of serotonin in your brain. And therefore, now you're naturally generating happiness. So look at it from that perspective. It's not all about positive thinking. Yes, there's always both sides, a lot of duality. So people that try and have a one-sided view of their life of all being positive, they're trying to hide into nothing because there's always both sides. And once you start to understand that and really appreciate it, well, now your life becomes an awful lot easier. But ultimately, what you want to get back to is that when you feel reward or you have that sense of achievement, you're activating that part of your brain, which is then releasing serotonin. Now, when you've got dopamine and serotonin being released, now that's giving you happiness along with your motivation. So go back to your point where, where I say motivation follows action. That's ultimately what's happening in the brain from a chemical perspective in order to have that feeling of happiness and motivation. It's all about momentum. The more momentum that you take, well, then the more progress you're going to make, the more progress you make, the more you're going to release in your brain. And it always seems easier to continue something than to start it. So, yeah. yeah. So that initial action causes the momentum. So thinking from the perspective, I know you're probably too young, and you probably drive cars now that are really well maintained and so on. But going back to my day, you, you were driving a car and there was a particular car, it was called the Fiat. And we had a, a nickname as a Fiat was an acronym, an acronym that stood for Fix It Again Tomorrow. So the car would always break down. So take it from the perspective of when your car broke down, that and you had to get out of your car and you, all you, got, you had to get all your friends at, at the back of the car in order to push the car so as to kick it in and, and start driving. That initial exertion of energy in order for the car to get into momentum was huge. But once you start pushing that car and you've gotten into a movement, meaning momentum, now it becomes an awful lot easier to push the car. And now the car can start going in effect with you and there and not against you. All right. So again, it's the law of physics. So understanding how momentum works. And once the so therefore, once you start, you're now kicking into momentum. And therefore, now it's going to work in action with you in order to actually achieve an awful lot more. And therefore, the more you achieve, well, then the more neuropositive neurotransmitters that you're actually generating. But that seems to also be the case that you know it's easier to do something to continue doing something um, that you don't actually want to do because you've already started it. Because you've already started. Yeah. Because now what you've got is you got that dopamine and you got that serotonin in your body. So therefore now you're seeing the progress, you're feeling happier by actually doing it. So therefore now you want to continue doing it. So what's the best way to capture that dopamine hit and, you know, continue fueling it? Do you just recommend just keep going, keep working on that, that thing you're doing? Yeah. So, okay. So it's a really good question. So what I'd say is fully, first of all, understand that motivation follows action. Once you fully understand and accept that motivation follows action, now you understand, okay, so in order for me to be motivated, I've got to take action. And now let me borrow a tagline that's by used by a sports coding company, which is Nike, which is just do it. So when you know that motivation follows action, now what you want to have in your own mind is just do it. 
just start it. Because once you start, well, then now everything else will start to kick in. You're getting into momentum and you're literally creating those neural pathways and those neurotransmitters in order to release dopamine and serotonin. So just have, you know, we, we, we spoke about habits earlier on in another episode. What you want to have is a habit whereby if there's something that you know you need to do, just start doing it. And once you start doing it, well, then now you're going to get into and increase your motivation. And that it's can be easy. said for that can be said for something as uh, unexciting as say filing taxes. So when once you start filing, you know you just want to get it done. <laughs> After that, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then the other side, okay. So take say take filing taxes. It can be something that you absolutely don't enjoy doing, but if you have to do it, or you need to do it, or you should do it. And there's nobody else that you can't do that can do it, or you don't have the resources in order to get somebody to do it. Well, then yeah, just start. And as soon as you start, what you'll find is even as 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 mundane as filing taxes, what you'll find is that once you start doing it, you click, start clicking all the information, you're getting little hits of that dopamine and that serotonin. So once you keep at it and the momentum going, well, then you're more and more you're actually going to get on it. Now, other than that, long term, what I'm saying is, yeah, if, if there are tasks that you don't enjoy doing and aren't in line with everything else that we've discussed before in terms of your genius drivers, well, then they're the tasks you want to start getting rid of in terms of your um, outsourced delegator, just get rid of it. Yeah. And out of the three brain neurotransmitters that you mentioned, dopamine, oxytocin, and serotonin, is there one that, you know, would give us um, more benefits? Should we focus on one over the three? I, I wouldn't focus over one over the three because the, the, they all work together. But the, the, the two primarily that people will want to, I suppose, create, hence the reason why a lot of medical pr- practitioners will want to try and increase it, which is serotonin and dopamine. Serotonin primarily because of a lot of the health, mental health issues that are out there at the moment. Now, I, do, I personally, I don't like the term mental health. I prefer to use the term mental fitness. And let's look at how can we actually build our mental fitness. So from that perspective, then what you want to be looking at is from a serotonin perspective. So that's where you'll see a lot of um, even you'll see a lot of foods being looked at in order to because particular foods will will help and support the production of um, dopamine and serotonin. So it, it's looking at from that perspective. And um, is there one over the other that I would put? No, just just. In my mind, just get on with life, enjoy life. And the more you enjoy life and as in fulfilling your purpose and fulfilling what's actually going to give you fulfillment, then you don't have to worry about trying to generate dopamine, serotonin, or oxytocin, because literally it'll be, it'll, be, it'll be created naturally once you're actually doing what it is that you absolutely are driven to do, innately driven to do. It's also important to note that dopamine is released you know, from screens when every time you open a, say, a text message or you know, we get a notification. And yep. so there's a lot of Talk. There's been a lot of talk about, um, you know, reducing screen time um, and avoiding tech addiction and things like that. So how can we make sure that we're getting dopamine from the right places and doing the right things or things that you're, we are yeah. healthier? You're, you're, you're absolutely right. So and that's how a lot of the social media platforms there, they know that and therefore they're playing on that. And take it from the perspective of if you were to think along the lines of um, it being like a drug, that's ultimately what you're getting. So for somebody to take a drug like a, a narcotic or, or whatever it be, ultimately what they're getting is they're 
they're manufacturing that activity in their brain in order to feel that sense of happiness and that sense of joy and motivation, all that kind of things. So yeah, there are activities like that screen time or being on social media, whereby it's playing to that mode. So therefore, when you get a like, you're literally, you're, that you're getting a serotonin hit, you're getting that dopamine hit from the point of view of literally somebody liking or somebody commenting. But my respect is like, I try as much as I possibly can to eliminate a lot of the social media stuff that I do. Even because, and I part of it I have to be it because it's it's part of the business, and um, but I do very very little on social media, and um, because that's how a lot of social media platforms are actually generated. So it's about going back to one of our previous episodes it's about forming habits, whereby you now remove that out of your life. Because as you know, if you're if you're getting that dopamine hit every single time that you open your 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 social media channel, you can find yourself spending hours upon hours upon hours just literally scrolling through social media because it's that again think from a drug perspective you want that next hit and therefore you will create a post or a comment or whatever in order to anticipate that what that next hit is going to give you meaning that next like or that next positive comment so what I, like i've literally i've no social media channels apart from one which is twitter on my um, smartphone and the only reason i have twitter is because i only keep track of what's happening in my local area I don't get involved in any of the kind of debates or conversations that go on. So it's about removing things out of our life that actually don't serve us. Yeah. And especially with social media, it's hard to see that as a drug because it's, you know, helped us get news and information and updates from our friends and family. So being able to recognize that and, you know, manage our dopamine intake from, from using social media is super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. they're, They're built in such a way in order to, to play, on that aspect for the individual. Hence the reason why, you know, the, the, the community that we've built is, is not on any social media channel whatsoever. It's it's part of the website. It's 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 a, it's a standalone platform that, that's plugged into our website. Um, but it's it's not on any social media channel. So therefore now people aren't um affected by literally that that programming that goes on in social media platforms. Yep, and the executive code community is free for you know anyone who hasn't joined it yet and is interested in looking for a group of people, like-minded people who want to work on their self-improvement, personal development, and, you know, their genius drivers. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I, I'm, I'm amazed at, like, we, we've, we've brilliant conversations that take place in the executive lounge and, and the pilot's lounge within the actual community itself. And it's just amazing to see, but it's also amazing to see the progress that, that people are making and the strides that people are making and, and the intention that they're setting for the year ahead of what they want to achieve and actually seeing that being achieved is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, I'm so, I'm personally, I'm, I'm delighted with the, the actual community that's built and the, and the people that are in there is just absolutely phenomenal. Um, so look, if, if you want to join the community, as, as Nicole said, it, it's free to join. Um, we're there every Monday afternoon. We have a, a free live meeting that we have on Zoom. And whatever questions that you might have, whether it be you're trying to think about, you know, what is that you should do or, you're trying to maybe set up a business or you're trying to build a business or you're trying to develop your career, whatever questions you have, whether it be to do a business, your career, your personal life or whatever, be, you could join us there on our Monday afternoon meetings and get those questions answered by using the, the, the knowledge base that we have available. Um, and if you want to find out more about personal mastery or business mastery, now you can, you can find out more through the executive lounge or through the pilot's lounge. And there's so much information, so much amazing people within the community. 
um, you'd be more than welcome. So if you're looking to try and find, you know, even just clarity or direction or certainty of what it is that you should be doing in your life, come on over and join us in the community or reach out to us on paulwilliamdavis.com. There's a load of different resources and there's loads of different ways of how you can get in contact with me. Um, but until next time, I wish you every success.